Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of I'm Still Standing with your girl, your friend, your neighbor, Alex Page, once again. I hope you guys are safe, I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves and your family, um, and realizing that it's still a pandemic out here, and just be safe everybody, and uh, watch out for one another, so... Today's episode, as I was thinking, what would the topic be for this week? And this week would be, what does faith look like when God doesn't give you what you want? As I was thinking and, and you know, reflecting on some things, wondering what would be said today. That's what keeps coming up to me. So... I was thinking about it, and it got kind of inspired by talking to a friend of mine that we don't always get what we pray for. And is God still good in the midst of the places where we necessarily don't feel good? We, um, we struggle um, with the idea of God has to give us what we pray for when we realize that he doesn't have to do anything. He's God. It frees us up not to always expect things to go our way. It's like a parent. They can't give us everything they want. We want. They can't, you know, do everything that we think is best. They have to do what's best for us. They have to use their own wisdom. That's the same way with God. I remember as my dad was... Uh, passing away I knew it was coming um, I didn't want to accept it but I knew that the train was coming I knew that death was imminent and I kept praying out of God's will I kept praying God heal God deliver work a miracle God and I would have took him all over the country all over the world if I thought for a minute it would even give me maybe a day or two days more but what I didn't realize was I was just prolonging the inevitable it was just going to make him a lab rat and I had to get out of my own selfish way and realize that what God was allowing was for him to be free it wasn't about what I wanted it was about what God was doing for him he was giving him free freedom and what I had to realize was I was being selfish, trying to keep something that didn't belong here or didn't belong to me in the first place. It belonged to God. He just lent my daddy to me. And I think so many times we pray prayers that are against God's will and then we blame him for not answering. But, but when reality is we never consulted him in the first place. We're, we're asking God to do something that we never went to him first and said, God, is this what you want? Or, God, are you in this? Or is this my flesh or my need or my selfishness? You know, sometimes God has to protect us from ourselves. He has to say no. Um, I thank God now that God didn't give me everything I wanted. There's some prayers that I prayed, he said no. I thank God now, look, having looked back how bad my dad was getting and how bad it was, the pain and everything. 
and how his body was shutting down. I thank God that he did not keep him in that current condition because now he is totally healed and complete. Do I miss him? Yes. Um, there are there are miracles that do happen, but sometimes the greatest miracle is letting go. It's letting the person go, whether it be a relationship or whether somebody that's dying, whether it's loving somebody enough to let them pursue their purpose and realizing that if it's meant to be that relationship, it will come back to you. There's growth in realizing that sometimes you're not going to get what you prayed for. Rather, you're going to get what you need. God loves us enough sometimes just to simply say no. And it's okay. Doesn't mean he doesn't love you. Doesn't mean that your prayers didn't reach him or, or any of that. It just means he loves you enough to not give you that thing that will destroy you. You know, uh, you know, I can't, I don't remember exactly where it is, but the, even God said, you know, and in the, you know, that little book that we all should read every once in a while, the Bible, that uh, he will give us the desires of our heart. If it's in his will, he will give it to us. If we, if he will give us everything that we pray for if it's in his will. We forget that part. We want it microwavable. We want everything now. That's not life. That's not reality. God never promised us a microwavable life. He never promised us that everything would be easy. He never promised us that we would get everything we wanted. Because if we did, we wouldn't grow up. We wouldn't mature. You know? You have to experience the no's in life to to appreciate the yeses. You have to. And I think sometimes we forget that he's not a genie in a bottle. He's God. He's sovereign. He's he's our daddy. You know? And, and, and part of being a daddy sometimes is disciplining us. Protecting us from ourselves, saying no, loving us, and to and giving us some some of our desires, but not every one of them because we couldn't handle everything. I think sometimes we just gotta sit back, relax, and try to hear what he's trying to say in those moments instead of being so angry at the fact that he didn't give us what we thought we needed. I think that's why he's God and we're not. Because I think we would operate out of our flesh, not out of our wisdom if we were. And he's a whole lot smarter than we are. So that's this week's episode. I just wanted to get on for a moment. And and uh, I didn't know what I was going to speak about. And I hope it blesses somebody. Um, I hope you stay safe. Um, you guys can always catch me. On all my social medias, uh, uh, Facebook is Alexandria Page, um, Twitter is Alex Page fifty nine fifty nine, Instagram is Alex Page fifty six fifty six. Um, you can always catch me up on my website AlexandriaLPage.com, 
alexandralpage.com. Now, we're working on getting that page back up because <clears throat> because we've been having some technical difficulties. Um, excuse me, guys. Uh, my throat tried to go out on me there for a minute, but that's not happening. Um, and so, give us like to the end of the week and we will have that back up. Um, I appreciate you guys' love and support. I hope you guys go to Amazon and Barnes and Nobles and all those places and uh, get my new book, I'm Still Standing. I really would appreciate it. I thank you guys for all the support. And you guys, I will be back next week. I hope you guys join me. Stay blessed, stay safe, and stay out from outside if you don't have to be. Because this pandemic is real. Blessings to you, and uh, take good care of yourselves. All right, love you. Mean it. Hey, everybody. I hope you're staying safe, even with the vaccinations, I hope. You're still using wisdom and uh, being safe out there because it's not a cure. And I hope that, you know, if you don't have to be out there, you are not out there um, doing this season of COVID because it's just not safe. I hope you're staying masked up and wash your hands, staying six feet apart. So, happy Wednesday hump day everybody this is your girl Alex on another episode of I'm still standing so I was thinking kind of reflecting on what would this topic be for this week and what would I say trying to figure because people that know me know I don't necessarily plan it. I I fly best when I'm not trying too hard to put things together. So, tonight's topic is grieving while moving forward. Grieving while moving forward. Honoring what was and living for what's to come. So, I was, you know, sitting there thinking and running and running through my mind. It's the yes. What I've learned about grief is it's a process. There's no timetable. There's no real, you know, thing that tells you how to do it. Everyone has to go through the journey themselves. Um, when I lost my dad, my grandma, my mom. Uh, close church friends. No, what church family? My family. Um, recently lost a lot of people grew up from my home church growing up. They were really a part of my heart and my soul. Um, and helped to find who I was. What I've learned about it is walking forward doesn't mean you forget the pain. Doesn't mean walking towards a new normal doesn't mean that you don't feel doesn't mean that you ignore the reality of the pain doesn't mean that you pretend that it's not there or you do unhealthy ways it just means you choose to mourn 
while walking forward because you realize that God's plan is better than yours and that everyone has an entrance day and everyone has an exit day. See, we all can, we're okay with the entrance, but the exit part, that's a hard one to swallow. And that doesn't mean we don't cry. It doesn't mean we don't use the emotion is not there. It just means from what I've learned, I'm an expert, but I've been in it long enough when I've had a few losses that hit me in the gut that I've learned a few things. And hopefully what I've learned, I could pass along. The storm doesn't go away when you're walking forward. You just have to learn what your new normal looks like. And moving forward does not mean you dishonor what was. You honor what was in your life by moving forward and figuring out what life looks like past the pain. And does that mean it happens all in one day or one moment or one hour or one second? No, it's a daily process. It's a daily choosing to get up each day, even though you don't know what's the next part of the journey. You don't know what's ahead of you. I often say, when you're in the thick of it, if you can take little victories and be grateful for them, like just simply, if you can't do nothing but walk around or get up and get dressed or choose to to be around people that you really don't want to be with because you just want to be alone in the pain. That's the little victories or being able to open the blinds today. You did it. You didn't wash up today, but you got out of the bed. That's a victory. Celebrate those victories. Keep, keep showing up. I've learned to just keep showing up for life. I may not get it right always, but keep showing up. And eventually... That hole in your heart will lessen. And eventually, somehow, you'll start to smile again. And it won't be as bad. You won't feel like you're about to die. You won't feel like you can't take one more step. Because the let's think about it. The loved one that you that went to glory, if they love if they died in Christ, they would never come back to this world. Ultimately, that's what we're all working towards. To see the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords. Eventually, that's the inevitable gift that, that we, we've all are trying to get to see. We're trying to get to see the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. We're all working towards that day. It's just hurt. Our flesh just hurts when we have to say goodbye to that which we've lost. But I've learned it's not goodbye if you die in Christ. It's just, I'll see you later. Good night. Sleep well. That's what it is. But go through the process. But walk forward. Keep walking. Even if you can't do nothing. But take baby steps. So that's this week's podcast. I hope it blessed you. You can remember, you can always catch me on Facebook. I answer back. Alexandria Page. And on Twitter. Alex Page 5959 and on Instagram Alex Page 5656 let me know what you think and you can always go to my website at alexandralpage.com alexandralpage.com where we're selling shirts 
you can go there and find out more information. All right, guys, peace and blessings. Hey, everybody, it's your girl, Alex. I hope you guys are well. I hope you guys are staying safe out here in this pandemic and uh, taking care of yourself and others. So I was thinking as I was uh, sitting here and um, you know, sometimes you, you don't really get up uh, right away out of the bed. Um, you sit there and just think. I woke up just thinking about um, the amazingness of God and uh, the last few weeks and all the things he's allowed me to to do. Um, today I just was waking up really, really grateful and thankful because I realized my story is not one that looks like God could take and use. Um, I'm doing the things that I was created to do, the, the purpose that God created me for, and I ran into it not on purpose. Um, being able to write, have book, two books, um, do a book. I'm still staying in the first part and the second part. Um, not doing a podcast, and um, some people are telling me, you know, that my story is blessing them over the past week, and you know, being able to just encourage people in ways that I never thought birthed out of my pain. Um, so I'm sitting here just really having a gratitude moment. I think it's important to not be so busy with the noise of life at times that you just doesn't stop and really see where your life is and be grateful. Grateful for the painful moments, grateful for the good moments, grateful for the in-between moments because they're all serving to give your life meaning and to give God glory. Um, so I'm sitting here really just thinking and about how blessed I, I truly am. And so I remember, you know, I'm going to tell this story often. Um, so I, I feel like I'm going to tell it again. So maybe that'll help somebody. I remember the time I finally, the first poem I did for Easter. And, um, and to be, and I'm celebrating, um, the first time I did my poem, the anniversary, it has now been five years, and it feels like a lifetime since that moment, but I remember, um, I was asked to do it for the Easter program at our church, for the first time, people knew that I could write and and uh, God had gave me this beautiful gift, but I was under people who I could trust around under the other people who were writing and and they didn't let me go out before it was my time. And I remember our pastor, um, Dr. John W. Shout outs to him in New Zion Baptist Church in Buffalo. And I remember Man Moo, first lady, we called him Moo. She, she called all of us her babies, her, ch her children. Um, I remember them pushing me. They knew it was time for me to get out of my comfort zone, to stop living in fear, 
of failing. And they knew I wanted to do it. And I remember them kind of lovingly not letting me say no. Which was I was grateful for now. But at the time I was scared and kind of aggravated with them. But as I look back I'm so grateful. And so... I, they So they told me that I was going to do this. They asked me, but really they were telling me. And so for two weeks, I'm wrestling back and forth. God, what do you want me to say? I'm I'm a girl who can't read, according to people. I, I'm, I'm mentally retired. Nobody wants to hear me. I'm speaking death and all these kind of things over me. And just like literally getting in my own way. I mean, I'm having, you know, the worst pity party about what I can't do in my head I'm giving the enemy so much room I'm giving him so much power and I remember I'm sitting in my apartment and I finally just said okay God you've given me this gift for a reason so God if this is what you want me to do speak through me take my, my pen and let it become yours right through me and so I had I had all of this poem and things that I had that I was going to say. And then night before, guess what? God changes my whole thing that I was going to say. At that point, I'm super nervous thinking, God, what are you doing? And I remember... That Sunday evening, we Kent was coming back to church for the Easter program, and my god sister Nicole was doing my hair and my makeup, and she she came over about two hours early, and I I'm sitting there, and she could tell this nerve, the spirit of nervousness and doubt and fear is in the house, so she's doing my, hair, and finally she just stops at me, and says, "If God created you for this moment, do you think He's going to embarrass you?" She, and we started praying and she said you have been created God has been preparing you in the back room for this moment and I'm like ouch yes and I remember our, our first lady man mom calls me she says and one of her favorite scriptures was and I've taken it since she's went to heaven is uh Philippians 4 and 13, I can do all things through Christ. She called me and literally said that scripture while I was panicking in my own house. And she said, your name has been on my heart. Walk in what God has created you for. And I'm like, ooh, confirmation. And, I said, and as, as we get out of the phone, I remember saying, confirmation. Oh my God, no way she wouldn't know I'm nervous. And she told me, oh, I heard you. Ooh, we laughed about it later. And I remember the title of, of my first poem that I did, and it was The Love of the Cross. And I remember I was so nervous. I'm sitting in church. They, they're they're um, introducing me, and I am so afraid. I, I'm, I, I'm thinking, literally, I'm going to wet my pants in this moment. I, there, there's no other way. I'm going to wet my pants um, it can't happen any other way. Um, I, I'm going to remember this because I'm going to literally pee on myself. And I remember walking up to the podium, nervous inside, 
I'm just like, Lord, help me. And I'm, I begin to open my mouth. And I start doing this poem. And in this moment, I realized. As I sat, stood up there. I felt more comfortable than I could have ever imagined. I realized something that God had been trying to teach me. This was my purpose and my destiny. I felt more comfortable. I did it with ease. It felt like, okay, God, I ran into this moment. You were trying to show me. This is what I've, this is what I've created you for. This is your, this is your place in the earth. And I'll never forget. I got done and. All of my family and friends were there sharing with me. And I'm trying not to cry. I'm hearing everybody call me Al. So everybody said, you got this Al, you got this Al. And as I'm walking away after I'm done, all I see is the church go up. And it's so humbling. It's like Willy Wonka, the chocolate effect. I'm not there. I can't hear anything anymore. I'm looking around, and all of these people who have invested in me, who have believed in me, are just literally going nuts. The church is going crazy. And I'm like, I'm trying so hard not to cry in this moment. This moment is so, but take the moment in. And I remember, Pastor, after I was done, um, after we were all eating at the fellowship hall after church. And he looks at me and he says. Do not ever doubt what God could do with a yes. Don't ever allow me to hear you say what you can't do anymore. Because God did a miracle in this house tonight. Through you. And I remember my, my best friend. One of my best friends to this day. Uh, Reverend E.J. Jackson, he's the pastor of the Friendship Baptist Church. We grew up together. Him and his wife, Kim, they're my, two of my best friends on the face of this earth. Kim, um, so, and he came and supported. And I remember afterwards, I literally was just at all crying. And he said to me something. He said, don't ever again tell me what God won't do through you. Because look what tonight birth he it birthed your purpose and i'm like it was just the most amazingly beautiful night that i'll never forget and every easter i'm always grateful but every easter i remember what god did because he gave me my voice and he gave me my purpose that night and i realize now why all that pain had to happen in my life because this is what he was birthing and I'm grateful man like now I understand it all and if I was sitting here yesterday and uh, I was actually scrolling through Instagram I was getting ready because I was just taking basically I was taking a break because I was sick of you know looking at stuff trying to get stuff done I was just done and I, I had did a video, and not 
not many people was on it, but I just felt like I needed to do, I to do it. And somebody came on and said, thank you for sharing your story because you just blessed me and told me theirs. And I'm like, God, when I feel like my story don't matter, when I feel like, I'm, you know, I shouldn't do this. This, this is what I do it for. And I just wanted to stop and tell somebody, um, don't give up. Your purpose will come in unexpected ways. The thing that you were created for. God didn't just breathe on you to kill you without breathing th something through you in this earth. And uh, I'm, I'm thankful that I didn't give up and God gave me this incredible gift. I'm humbled at it forever. So I hope this one blesses you. Run into your purpose. Run into your destiny. And this one is for all those who are just a little bit lost trying to figure out you know, why I'm going through this. When is my destiny and my purpose going to show up? So, hey guys, you can meet me on social media, at, on Facebook at Alexandria Page, or on Insta at Alex Page 56, 56, or on Twitter, Alex Page 5959, and you guys, please go and get my new book, I'm Still Standing, where all where books are stole, sold online. I thank you guys for hanging out with your girl. Peace and blessings. This is another edition of I'm Still Standing with your girl, Alex Page. I love you and I mean it on purpose. God bless.